This podcast contains content and language not suitable for some listeners. Welcome to Oddities and Curiosities, a podcast about murder, the paranormal, and other oddities sure to pique your curiosity. We are Amanda and Brittany, and it's our fucking birthday. It's our birthday, bitches. Yes. <laughs> We're two terrible twos in full effect. Yes. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like two years. This is weird. It's like our last episode of the season. It's our birthday. It's kind of happy sad. Yeah. (laughs) And you know what I realized? You know, one of those random things that you think about at like two o'clock in the morning? Oh, obviously, yes. We have not been announcing the past couple episodes that we're about to go on break. Oh, hey, we're about to go on break. Yeah, we're going on break. Like now. Our little summer break. This will be the last episode. And then uh, the first Wednesday... In July. Just a couple weeks off. It's it's only a month. Calm down. It's for, not even a full month. For summer. It's like three weeks. Three weeks. You'll be fine. It's Plenty fine. of time to catch up on all of our good stuff. Yeah. And for or us. listen. For us to forget how to do this. <laughs> because <laughs> we always do. Every time. Every time we come back and we're like, I don't know how to do this. Mm-hmm. But we get back into it like, you know, a, maybe a... a three quarters of the way through and then we're good yeah it's fine we find our groove yeah we get it maybe not three quarters of the way through i was Mm. exaggerating just a tad but depends on what season you're talking about (laughs) third season i feel was pretty good Mm -hmm. i feel like we got back into the groove of it pretty quickly and it's moved kind of fast this one did go really really fast Mm -hmm. I don't know if it was because it was the school year and crazy, like the end of it. I don't, I don't know. There was a lot of other events going on. Yeah. But we will still be available on the socials. Oh yeah. We're still going to post funny stuff. Don't go away on the socials. We'll still be there. You can still communicate with us. Still have home day treats and share them. Ooh, cause we. Definitely will not break that tradition. No. no. I'm going to go on vacation. So. Ooh, lots I'll of home day treats. Yeah, I'll share some treats from my vacay. I am not going on vacation, but <laughs> that does not mean that I won't be celebrating as well. Share your own home day treats. I will share my own. By your inflatable pool. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all. <laughs> Let me tell you about this inflatable little layout pool that I bought from Amazon. It was $50. It was a drunken purchase, I will admit. But it might be one of the best adult summer purchases I've ever made in my entire life. I tried it out today. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. I didn't have to go to the public pool in my complex, which there's usually not that many people there anyways. But I just wanted to have some privacy. So I got this big, extra-large, adult, inflatable layout thing. I'll post a picture of it. It's really fun. The only downside is that the water got hot, like, kind of within the first, like, 45 minutes. Well, because you set it right in the sun on the concrete. It was great, though. (laughs) It was great. It was fantastic. I had my own little... See me, I would be in the shade because I'm pasty pale. But see, you could do that too. And my son would steal it. It would not be my pool. That would be Ashton's pool. Well, the reason I bought it, because I was like, the way I convinced myself was because during the cooler months, I was like, I could totally take the pillows and blankets and go gaze at the stars. You totally could. I really could. Mm -hmm. So I bought it. I'm not, I'm not sad about it. Good. Okay. Anyways, anywho, let's move on because it's, it's hump day. That was the most fucked up hump day ever. <laughs> Apparently, we have already forgotten how to do this. And we haven't even started drinking, so. We have not because this one's a popper. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> so it's a twist popper. A twist pop, yeah, with a twist. It's oh, a pop with, with a twist. 
<laughs> we got back on it. We got back on there it. We're we fine. Go. We're good. We're okay. good. All right. So since it is our birthday and we are celebrating, I disregarded the topic of the cases that we're doing this week and decided to go with really cheap ass champagne and a little cake as dark cake. as I could find it. Lots it's of so chocolate. Good. It's so good. Oh, it's delicious. I went to the Walmarts. I did. Or now then they got some stuff. I had a different um objective for the drink, but they didn't have it. Either either one of the other two that I wanted, but they didn't have them. So this is what I got. I got some Andre. All they had was extra dry. I'm scared, but I'm gonna do it. I'm scared, but it's alcohols and we have sweet cake to go with it, so I'm hoping that it balances it out. Yeah, we'll make it work. So since it is a papa. Yeah. We're doing it right now. Pop that uh, shit, bitch. Uh, I'm, I'm fixing a pop. I got to twist it first. All right, I'm twisting it. I, tw- I, twisted I heard it. it. Oh, but don't. It didn't really. It kind of forced its way out. It didn't really do a whole lot of popping. A little anticlimactic, shit. but okay. Well, eh, there we go. <laughs> Y'all heard us pop before. It'll be fine. It's fine. No, no, no. Okay. Oh, shit. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> no accidents here. No, I didn't just hit my chandelier above my dining room table. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cheers. Uh, Happy birthday, bitch. I can't reach you. I, my shoulder's oh, not going to extend. It's fine. It, we're doing it in spirit. Clank. My, my shoulder's broke. Clank. <laughs> not that bad. It's not that bad. It's really not. I was I was real a little worried about the extra try. So was Brittany. <laughs> I was super scared, but that's pretty good. That's not bad. I'm a drink. Okay, that. we're probably gonna have a headache, uh, but nothing can compare. As Sinead O'Connor once said, "Nothing compares to, to you, you to <laughs> the wine that you got last week." Because oh my no. god, I'm just gonna have to go on off on a little tangent right here. That twenty dollar wine. We got soups toasted (laughs) with no hangover. I had to hang out afterwards. Like, I couldn't drive home. I know. I had to hang out. I almost had to feed the bitch. And yeah, I wasn't hungover. Not one bit. Mm -mm. Highly recommend. Yeah, it was good. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, should we tell them what we're doing this week? Since I guess. uh, Vacation stuff. (laughs) Vacation crime. Vacation stuff. (laughs) Vacation crimes, right before vacation season, when you're all going to be traveling, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. Maybe some stuff to look out for, you know. Yeah. Red flags. Mm. A little bit. Maybe take your medication before you <laughs> drive off. Maybe do that. Maybe. Yeah. You know, your dementia medication would probably be a good idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do that. All right. Well, mine has nothing to do with medication. Nice. Um, That's good. I'm super excited about this one. Okay. Because. 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 Because of the wonderful things she does. Ooh. Oh. No. <laughs> I, I really like this one because it's an almost or was an almost 50 year cold case. Oh, right. Okay. I remember you telling me that part. Yes. I'm excited. So. But it's not anymore. It's not anymore. <laughs> We love it when they get salt. So I'm doing the murders of Janice Pietropola and Lynn Seethaler. I love the names. It's a lot of name. Okay. Um, Yeah. Through most of the episode, it's just going to be first name basis here. That's fine. We're all friends. Yeah, we're all friends. We can do first names. (laughs) (laughs) During their sophomore year at Penn Hills High School in Pennsylvania... Janice Pietropola and Lynn Seethaler met and instantly became inseparable. Both girls were popular and had many friends. Janice worked at the Gold Circle restaurant, and she had excellent grades and a strong work ethic during high school. She had saved enough money to purchase a Volkswagen Beetle. Well, damn, girl, She go. had the hot car in high school. Hell, yes, it was. Yes. Especially in the 70s. Get it, queen. Yeah. Both girls graduated in 1972. 
Janice became a secretary for the Urban Redevelopment Authority in East Liberty, while Lynn worked as a secretary for Dun & Bradstreet Incorporated. After graduation, the women worked hard for a year, and by the summer of 1973, they needed a well-deserved break and decided to get away for a few days. So hard for money. (laughs) That's all that's popping in my head. (laughs) She works hard for money. Okay. Keep that in there. No. Yeah, you did it twice. Mm -mm. Keep it in there. Mm -mm. You're not drunk? No excuses. They settled on Virginia Beach as their destination for the last week of June 1973. They were 19 years old at the time. So I have a picture of the girls. I'm a little envious. It says girls. (gasps) So that's Janice on the left and Lynn on the right with hair for days. Oh, my gosh. They yes, are, yes. They are both super gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And they both have very distinct bone structure. Jawlines, cheekbones, got the eyebrows, and the hair. Janice has that very felt, like, almost pointy-chinned face. Like, yeah. She's gorgeous. And then Lynn has almost a squared-off jawline with yeah. a little dimple in her chin. They are so cute. Yes, they are. And they were besties, and they were traveling together in the Volkswagen Beetle in the 70s. Get it, Queens. I hope it was a convertible. That would be so cool. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. My dad had that when he was, A like, Beetle convertible? His, it was brown with tan leather interior, and it was a convertible. He talks about that car like it was his pride and joy. I want a Volkswagen van. Van? Oh, yes. Painted we that. black on black. I saw, I saw it on Facebook. Okay. It's black on black. So it's matte black and glossy black. Mm. And it's gorgeous. And there's a chandelier mm. inside of it. Shut the fuck up. It's super gothed out black Volkswagen man. Well, I we... feel like it was made for me. Yeah, I think you should definitely get that road mm-hmm. trip vehicle. Dude, we could even podcast in that. If anybody wants to buy me a present. If anybody wants to donate towards our Volkswagen van purchase. Mom, dad, if you're listening. Anybody. Ignore my Amazon wish list and get me a Volkswagen van for Christmas. But it's gorgeous. If I ever come across the picture again, I'll send it to you. Definitely. You should. Because I want to see that shit. Yes. Okay. Eight people, including Janice and Lynn, were scheduled to go on this trip, but six of them backed out. That's why they ended up wow. going alone. It was like a whole group of them, and then six people backed out? That's... Uh, apparently, shit just started going down, and people kept backing out. I know, but that's a lot of people to it back really out. It really is. Okay, okay. Janice and Lynn were reluctant to leave without their friends, but ultimately decided to go. Fuck it, we'll do it anyway. Which I probably would have Probably, too, truth yeah. told the girls checked in to the Farrars. I can't say that. Farrars? Farrars? Farrars. Farrars. F-A-R-R-A-R-S. Aurora. Aurora. <laughs> Farrars. Rural. <laughs> Horror. Horror. Okay. All the words let's, I can't let's, say. Let's, let's not. <laughs> let's just stop. Anyway, um, Farrars. <laughs> Farrars. <laughs> that motel at Atlantic <laughs> Avenue and 10th Street. So there you go. That. They, I'm not going to say it again, (laughs) opened in the 1940s and had 30 units, including traditional motel rooms and one-bedroom cottages. The girls rented the first cottage closest to the beach for a five-day stay. Hell yes. I know. Oh, my God. Checking in on Monday, June 25th, 1973. Mm. Besides the single bedroom, their place also included a living room with a pull-out sofa sleeper, a kitchen, and a bathroom. Jackpot. Perfect. They enjoyed plenty of fun and relaxation during their stay. They hung out with other young people, visited local bars, and went on a few dates. Okay. Five-day stay, and they were dating. Get it, girls? I mean. Free love and all. Mm Mm-hmm. They sent postcards to friends back home writing, having a great time on each card. The girls (laughs) took numerous pictures of their fun-filled vacation. So I have. (laughs) Not quite selfie. How did they? It was the 70s. But I have a picture of them in front of the cabin or one of the people they were hanging out with. They just probably people in the area. Yeah. But you see. Oh my gosh, I love this photo. On the left and Janice on the right. And they look like they're having a blast. I 
can't hate on anything in this photo. No. Their outfits are fierce. They're genuinely happy they smiling there. They look so happy right now. Like, living their best life at the cabin. But. Yep. The but. fun would unfortunately take a sinister turn. Sometime between 11.30 p.m. Friday, June 29th and 1 a.m. on Saturday, June 30th, the motel's night manager saw the girls walk by the front office alone heading south. Shortly after noon on June 30th, John Taylor, then 25 years old, he was the motel manager's grandson, okay. and was filling in at the front desk and noticed the girls had yet to depart by the noon checkout time or to inform him of their plans to stay longer. He just didn't hear anything from them. Mm, okay. John knocked on their cottage door, but neither girl answered. Mm. He opened the door with a master key and peeked inside the room. He saw a foot on the floor and thought one of the girls was sleeping, so he shut the door and walked back towards the office. Natural reaction. Yeah. Oh, you know, oh, yeah, they're oops. asleep, shouldn't be in here. You know, yeah. closed the door and was walking away. But as John walked away, he felt something was wrong and went back. Way mm. to trust your gut. Yes. Good job. Good job. Buddy. He went inside and found both girls dead. He rushed back to the office and called the police. Police arrived and found Lynn's body on the floor by the door, her hands tied. Oh. Janice was on the bedroom floor, nude from the waist down. Oh, that's not a good sign. According to a 1973 article in the Daily Item, officers found false identification documents in the girls' room showing they were 21, Likely so they could purchase alcohol and get into the local clubs. Well, I mean, yeah. The documents belonged to a third girl who was never identified. Mm. Um, however, a backup. Yeah. <laughs> however, detectives could not say whether the third girl was in the Virginia Beach area. Okay. The contents of their purses were dumped out, but it didn't seem as if anything was taken. Mm. Outside, police discovered a screen removed from one of the cottage windows, likely how the killer gained access. Police were unsure whether he was lying in wait or had entered after the girls fell asleep. Mm. Autopsy reports revealed the assailant had raped Janice, but not Lynn. Lynn had been strangled, shot in the cheek and temple. What the fuck? And slashed with a broken wine bottle across the throat. Oh, my God. Janice, That's a little overkill, don't you think? Yeah. Okay. Janice was shot three times in the head and strangled. The gun used in the killings was a twenty two caliber pistol. Very common choice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Investigators learned the girls had partied frequently during their stay, and a couple of times they invited people back to their cottage. Detectives looked at several young men and interviewed two who had dated the women on more than one occasion. So they had found some buddies there. Okay. Police eliminated them as suspects, and the case eventually went cold. The double murder occurred over a decade before DNA testing was available. Uh, Virginia Beach yeah. police once believed Janice and Lynn were victims of a serial killer who may have murdered up to 11 women. Oh, really? There was 11 women murdered around that Virginia Beach area in, you know, like a 10-year time span. Yeah. And so they thought maybe they had a serial killer operating there. What do you think? But in the fall of 2018, officials tested DNA evidence recovered from Janice's body using advanced forensic technology. Yes! DNA testing struck down the serial killer theory in 2019. Mm. But the results linked the crime to an 80-year-old man named Ernest J. Brodnax. Brodnax? Yeah, that's it's really not cute, and I'm going to keep no. calling him that, so get used to it. <laughs> Ernest. Investigators okay. arrested Brodnax on Monday, April 8th, 2019, at his New York apartment for homeless veterans. Bitch. I have a picture, an arrest picture of Ernest. Yeah, this was the gross photo I saw. Yeah. He's 80 years old. I mean, I realize he's a little bit older now. A lot of bit older. Yeah. 20s of years. 20s of years older. Something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the, yeah, that's Ernest. His eyes, though. I have a feeling those haven't changed. Well. Them a little crazy. And I'll get to it. Oh, okay. Once I tell you some more about him, you'll understand the expression in his picture. He was cooperative, but claimed he could not remember killing anyone. At the time of the murders, Brodnax was 34 years old and resided in Norfolk, Virginia. So he was in the area at the time. Okay. The arrest stunned 
Adadeo Peterson, whose mother was briefly married to Broadnax in the 1970s. Oh, shit. She said he had served in the Army and had been incarcerated in Virginia before he met her mother. Incarcerated? For yeah. what? I'm going to tell you. Oh, sweet. <laughs> okay. Um, she said, quote, I didn't expect nothing like that, but I wouldn't put it past him. Mm. The marriage, his second, was short-lived and soured after Broadnax became violent. He once whipped her mother with a belt and on another occasion pulled a gun on her brother. No! 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 So, no. good job to Adedeo's mom for leaving. Yes. Because um, um, you could have ended up as one of these girls. Exactly. Let's take a drink. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, that's actually kind of good. Yeah, I'm here for it. <laughs> it has like a apple almost. Yeah, like aftertaste. a fruity pear apple. Yeah. Very crisp. <gasps> crisp. We'll go with Do that. we sound like small gays? I mean, we should by now. Yeah. Yeah. We've read enough labels. <laughs> <laughs> That's what reassures me. That's what gives me confidence is the labels. <laughs> we buy our champagne at Walmart and we read the labels. So classy as fuck. <laughs> Get on our level. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot. <laughs> Broadnax lived in New York since at least 1990, where he had been incarcerated three times for crimes including assault, according to corrections records. Okay. The state law required him to submit DNA because he was convicted of a felony. Yeah, I he, love how that happens. Yeah. <laughs> He was released from prison on parole in 2013 after serving most of an eight-year sentence for assault, according to state prison records. In that incident, the police said he was selling metal scraps in Manhattan in 2006 when he got into a fight with a customer and broke the man's arm. Oh my God, bro, will you calm the fuck down? Yeah. He settled into a first-floor apartment in Hollis, Queens, where neighbors said he was quiet but cordial, waving hello to neighbors and carrying on small talk. He was one of the older people in the building, said one neighbor, who also refused to give their name. Hmm. Sometimes he forgot things, like he had dementia. We all looked out for him, you know. Oh, sweet. Another neighbor, Patrick Pennefield, 63, said that he saw three detectives in the hallway questioning Broadnax before searching his apartment. Mr. Pennefield only recalled one occasion when Broadnax socialized when he was invited to a tenants meeting. He okay. told us he was a recovering alcoholic and drug addict. He showed us his diploma from a rehabilitation center, and we all clapped for him. Look, I got my chip. Yeah. Well, that's something to be proud of. It is. But it is. Is he telling the truth? But uh, how old is that diploma? Yeah. And were you just doing it for shits and giggles to get your diploma? Or were you even an addict? Were you just... Wanting was, attention? No, like, was this oh. just your reasoning for being in, like, a halfway house type of apartment? Ooh. Ooh. I don't know. There's no way to know. Ooh. Okay. According to Broadnax's defense attorneys, both state-hired and private doctors had diagnosed Broadnax with dementia. Unfortunately, the disease can keep the defendant out of prison in criminal cases. To be competent to stand trial, a defendant must understand the charges against him and aid in his defense. Yes. There's no cure for dementia. Nope. All types of the disease are progressive. A psychologist determined Broadnack's incompetent after his arrest. A judge agreed to send the older man to a psychiatric hospital for treatment. Several months later, a psychiatrist deemed Broadnax fit to stand trial. My question is how? <laughs> how, if dementia is progressive and he only gets worse and worse, how can you just go to a psychiatric hospital and be like, okay, now he's competent after a couple months? Well, and this happened when he was way younger. Yeah. So now, still, putting him on trial now, like, even a normal person would have problems remembering. Yeah. Things, you know? So, for a person with dementia, I don't feel like He that didn't even was, remember he did anything wrong. Right. Uh, but, yeah, that's, that's a whole thing. I but, mean, if you have enough evidence, just do it. Like, you don't have to put him through. Like, they can't that they didn't have enough well they had no, no dna you, they still have to be able to defend themselves i know they, I it know. still yeah, has to yeah, go to no, trial no, no, no. I, I yes i i totally agree with that but i just feel like it's a little unfair on his behalf almost well they're not just gonna throw him away and you know lock him up and throw away the key 
he has to go through some sort of something. There has mm-hmm. to be a legal mm-hmm. process. So if he can't defend himself in a trial, then they'll put him in some psychiatric hospital for the rest of his life. Like he's going somewhere. Which he should be. Yeah. But the question was, does he have dementia? Can he, is he fit to stand trial? And if one person says, no, he's not, but, oh, let's put him in a mental institution for three, three months yeah, and see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But, I, did, I didn't fully think that one out. Yeah. Thank you. Welcome. <laughs> so after he was deemed fit to stand trial, the COVID pandemic hit, delaying the trial until further notice. According to, I know, KDKA Pittsburgh, quote, Commonwealth's attorney Colin Stoll said in a statement that his office is bound by the options available under the law in terms of restoration, and we continue to examine all options available to us in seeking justice in this case. Okay. Unquote. Okay. The victim's families did not believe that he had dementia because he was independent and could care for himself, mm-hmm. which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Furthermore, Broadmax Broadmax <laughs> Broadnax was quickly deemed incompetent and competent, even though dementia worsens over time, like we just talked about. Yeah. Regardless, the victims' families would not see justice. Broadnax died at age eighty four in October twenty twenty two. And both parents of the girls are now deceased. So oh. like by the time he died they they had passed also. So they never really saw an end to it. But at least they caught who did it. They though. identified the person. Yeah. So they didn't get to There's see no him. punishment. Yeah. Prosecuted or anything, but But at least they found they who knew. did it though. Yeah. So that's something. So this is technically a solved case. Yeah. But did Broadnax act alone? Oh, the girls Ooh. were slashed, shot, and strangled. You're right. There was two women to one man, slot, and they were slashed, they shot, were, and strangled. And there raped. was a lot of injuries. One of them was yeah. raped. Yeah, the crime is complete overkill for one assailant and a random killing. Yeah. When asked about the charges against him, Broadnax responded, "If they said I did, I guess I did." And then he also said, "Fingerprints and DNA don't lie." Okay, so. Wow. It's my thinking that he probably had an accomplice. Yeah, I think he did, too. It's also my thinking that Janice was probably the target since she was the one that was raped. Okay. And I think it got out of hand. I mean, it's out of hand if you're planning on raping. I think it did, too. But I I bet that one of the two had a thing for Janice. Mm Mm-hmm. And... They went with intentions of raping Janice, and Lynn interfered. That's why she had more injuries, in my opinion. And while Janice was being raped by one, Lynn was killed by the other, and then Janice was killed. That's what I think happened. My theory, yes, I see that. Mm -hmm. Um, My theory is that um, at least two assailants Mm -hmm. went after both of them, and they both had intentions of raping them. But Janice didn't fight as hard as Lynn did. And maybe the other one was like, shit, well, fuck this shit. I'm just going to kill her. I can't rape her because she fought so hard. Maybe. And the other one was able to. And it was such a difference in the, the But there was definitely that, two. Yeah. Like, why shoot and strangle? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think maybe one preferred the strangling and the other right. shot them to make sure. Yeah. You know. Exactly. Uh, I hate it all. There's it, two different mm-hmm. styles there. So it all sucks. It sucks. I'm glad it was solved, but I do feel like there was another person. Yeah. I don't think we know everything. And he doesn't remember. So. And he, well, he's dead now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll never get anything. And I'm going to say this awful word one more time. Farrars. 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 Farquad. Lord Farquhar's motel has <laughs> since been demolished. New motels and shops now stand at the location. Virginia Beach has more than doubled in size since 1973 and remains a popular yeah. tourist destination. Okay. So it was demolished and we can't go no. visit it. And see if it's on it? No. No. Well, that's so, stupid. The end. Case solved, but we d- still don't know all the deets. Fuck. <laughs> 
And at least we know who the killer was. I know, I know, but damn it. (laughs) Okay. We were able to remove the mask, but we didn't have Velma there to put all the pieces together. Damn it, Velma. (laughs) Jinkies, where are you when we need you? (laughs) Zoinks. (laughs) (laughs) You want to know one of the coolest things about being a grown-up? What is that? There's not a lot of cool things, but <laughs> I know one we, cool thing is we can eat cake when we want to. Yes, yay! That's exactly what I was going to say. Really? You can just be like, I'm really craving birthday cake, mm-hmm. and you can just carry your ass to the grocery store and get a birthday cake, any kind, any kind of birthday cake you any want, kind, because they have a plethora, and they're already decorated. Even if, decorated? even if you're feeling festive, even if you're feeling festive. And if it doesn't say anything on it, you can make something up and they'll put it on there for you. Happy fucking Tuesday. That's right. what your cake could say if you wanted it to. Why would you do Tuesday, though? I don't know. I just threw out a day. <laughs> <laughs> you could put balloons on it. You could put flowers on it. That is a cool thing about being a grown-up. This cake is really good, though. If you wanted a Barbie one, you could have a Barbie one. You could. Cookie cakes. They got cookie Unicorn. cakes. Unicorn. You could have. Oh, my God. There were so many to choose from. Like I said, I just went with the blackest one I could find. (laughs) Because that's like our souls. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It fits. Okay. I got to stop eating the cake so I can read my case. But it's it's good. I don't want to. I'm ready. Okay. Are you ready for this? For realsies, I am. So I had another case. (laughs) Shocker. (laughs) Amanda changed your mind at the last minute. Okay, it was really good, but I was like, okay, I think this case has to do with this. And so that Brittany and another friend were like, okay, well, why don't you find out if it does have to do with that? Well, it didn't. So I decided to do the case that did have to do with that. And you'll see what I'm talking about in a little bit. So I will save that one for next season. It's a good one. Okay. But it's unsolved. Those are the worst. You know how we freaking hate the unsolved. So I'm glad that yours was 75% solved. Yeah. We'll go with that. (laughs) That's a good percentage. I like it. Numbers are cool. (laughs) No, they're not. (laughs) Numbers are cool. Math is not. So. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's jump into mine. I decided to do Leela and Raymond Howard. Okay. Have you heard this one before? No. Okay. Well, you you might recognize it a little bit later on. On Sunday, June 29th, 1997, the best years ever, <laughs> elderly couple Leela and Raymond Howard from Salit, Salado, Salado? Saladu. Saladu? No, I was being a smart ass. <laughs> I was like, I don't get salad. <laughs> I would say salado, but it's salado. It's spelled like salad. Oh, salado. <laughs> it's salado, Texas. It's probably salado. Probably salado, but I like salado. I better. like salado. <laughs> I'm keeping it. <laughs> From salado, Texas decided that they were going to a day festival in Temple, Texas, a nearby town. It was to be a 15-mile trip, and Leela was driving. The couple departed that morning despite the earlier objections by Leela's son, who had begged to drive his mother and father himself instead. Oh, how sweet. Right? What a good boy. Leela declined, saying, no, we know where to go. We go every year. That Leela impression was spot on. (laughs) Right? Spot on. Totally. (laughs) Let's go take a look at Leela and what's his name? Raymond. Raymond. God. I keep wanting to call him Howard. That's why it's their last name, but it's okay. They are the cutest things I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) Oh my stars. (laughs) He is not here for picture time. Uh -uh. Leela made him stand there and take that picture. And I have a feeling their son took the photo. Oh yeah, he did for sure. And he probably had a few beers because it was hot outside because it's a little crooked. A little bit. But I love everything about it. I love their clothes. I love the way they're standing. I love Raymond's expression and how he is like, just take the fucking picture. It's probably right before church for Easter or something. Because she is in her Sunday best. 
Oh, they definitely go into the Baptist church. She got her hair permed ahead of time. <laughs> Curls are set. She's ready to go. She's ready. I Gra- have. Grandma's ready. I had. They've passed okay. now. So uh, I'm going to dip y'all's toe into my family tree a little bit. Oh, Lord. So my dad's second wife, her family, <laughs> they have dwindled down. There's not a lot of family members still living. Okay. But when they were married... She had her grandmother, so it was my great-grandmother by marriage, okay. Granny and Pop, who Aww. would probably have had breakfast at Waffle House with Leela and Raymond. Okay. But um, that's about how they looked. That's why I love this picture so much. Even their porch and that little storage building in the back just it's makes precious. me think of yeah. Granny and Pop's house. Yeah. And then Aunt Maribel. Okay. Mm-hmm, which was uh, my stepmom's aunt, so my great-aunt by marriage. Okay. An Aunt Sister. Oh, I like it. Her name was Elizabeth, but everybody called her Aunt Sister. I want to be Aunt Sister. These women went to the beauty salon once a week. Oh, yes. And had their curls set. Yes. Like Sophia Petrillo from Golden oh, Girls style. Yes, yes, yes. They had their curls set, mm-hmm. and they did that once a week. Mm-hmm. And so if we went to their house on a Saturday, it was quite obvious they hadn't been to the salon yet. Okay. Because it was usually Saturday afternoon or evening. So if we went in the morning That's to help pop with cows, then <laughs> their hair wasn't set. It hadn't been set all week, and it was time to go. My grandmother used to perm her own hair with those little plastic rollers. Mm-hmm. Sophia hairdo as well. Yeah. She would do her hair, and she has seven sisters. That's too much sisters. She had one brother, but he has passed. He was mm-hmm. the youngest. But when I would go visit for the summer, she would perm her hair or my mother's or her one of her sister's. Mm-hmm. That shit stinks so bad. Yeah. In her kitchen, y'all. In her kitchen. Oh, my God. Well, I guess. In Texas. Kemp, Texas. Well, I guess <laughs> Granny and Aunt Maribel and Aunt Sister was too bougie for that. They went to the salon and had their set. No, they they did theirs at home. But oh my lord, please go to the salon for that. That's 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 some nasty it's smelling nice. stuff. It smells like actually, ass please, and feet and actually, gasoline. Please, please just don't do that anymore. Just don't just do don't, that. Don't perm don't your do hair. That. Don't don't don't. It's done. The time you're right. Is gone. You're right. It's past. But for the longest time in my brain, <laughs> to be a grandmother, you had to have that hairdo. So, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, that was a side tangent there. Okay. Back to the story. <laughs> yeah. Leela's son's concerns stemmed from the fact that his 83-year-old mother was showing signs of Alzheimer's oh, disease no. and was often easily confused at things. Alzheimer's is awful. It is very, very sad. I've dealt with it. Same. And ALS and alcoholic dementia. And it is not fun. I lost my grandfather to Alzheimer's. My husband lost his grandfather to Alzheimer's. It's not fun. No. Sorry for all the people that have gone through that. Yeah. At one time, Leela even meant to show up at a local Walmart for morning coffee at 1030 a.m., but instead arrived at 1030 p.m., Ma'am, <laughs> you need coffee at 1030 at night. Oh, my goodness. Poor baby. <laughs> Perplexed at why the sun was not yet up. She probably took a bomb ass nap. OK, going back to my grandmother, she drinks black coffee all day long, even right before bed. <laughs> like that's her snack. That's her drink of the day. That's too is much. coffee. Drink some water. I can't. Yeah. Drink some water. Drink some juice, Shelby. <laughs> drink your juice. <laughs> Something. 88-year-old Raymond, too, was showing signs of mental deterioration due to a recent brain surgery. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, done to combat a stroke and head injury. Leela and Raymond, though, were not aware of their severe mental decline. Aww. And left for the festival that morning without even telling their adult son, who lived just next door. Oh, that's so awful. Okay, so this festival that they were driving to, I looked it up. Mm-hmm. It's called Pioneer Day okay. in, in Temple, Texas. <laughs> Everything that you can think of Pioneer Day, they got. There's... 
the wagons, the covered wagons. So it was like Oregon Trail shit. Yes. Nice. Yes. Nice. I wouldn't. They still do it. I would not go. I'd be afraid to die of dysentery. Well, not now. (laughs) (laughs) It's not really a thing now. Why do? But why? When you play Oregon Trail, do you always die of dysentery? Always. (laughs) Like nine times out of (laughs) ten. Other it's things kill people. Why is it always dysentery? Consumption. <laughs> Can we throw that in there? And that that was common. Mauled by wolves. <laughs> Something else. <laughs> Trampled by a cow. I mean, buffalo. Buff- Oxen. Buffalo. Yeah. It was dangerous. It was. Dangerous. But dysentery. Scouts dys- by an Indian. Like <laughs> dysentery is going to get you every single time. <laughs> I really want to play that again. I fucking loved Oregon Trail, bro. They need to bring that back as an app. I would so play that. I would pay for it. I don't I even care. That. I would play it. It if was you could so play, good. play Oregon Trail with your friends, oh. I'd be on top of that shit. Somebody do that. Y'all, there's but some we smart get the people credits, out there. Though. We get the credits, though, because we just said TM, TM, TM. TM, TM. Yeah. Okay. All right. So the afternoon passed, and the Howards didn't return home. However, at a local Walmart and Temple, a greeter there remembered seeing Leela and Raymond coming in for coffee during the afternoon. Apparently, they do what my grandmother does. Except she doesn't go to Walmart. But why why are we going to Walmart for coffee? Do they have a cafe in that Walmart or something? It's, look, okay. It's small town Texas. Basically, all they have in 1997 were the old Walmarts. Well, ma'am, I grew up in a town that didn't even have a dollar store. So I don't know nothing about small-town Walmarts. We was too small for a small-town Walmart. Well, in Kemp, before we got a Walmart, I think that, that was the first super Walmart I'd ever been to, honestly. Well, we had a David's, which is like, it's a grocery store, but it's like <laughs> the basics. And actually, I take that back. We had a family dollar. Mm. And we had a gas station and a Dairy Queen. I gotta have the Dairy Queen. Mm-hmm. I work there. I can make you a blizzard or a dip cone. The prettiest banana splits ever. That's that's all fine and dandy. But I need you to make me some steak fingers. No, I was not a cook. Bitch. I made ice cream. Look. Go to Walmart or Berkshire's and buy Tyson steak fingers. But it's not the same. No, it's the same. Cook them in your air fryer. Okay. And make the Pioneer gravy mix. Mm. Mm-hmm. Tastes I have some. Exactly like Dairy Queen. Shut the fuck up. If you up. buy Orida fast food french fries, taste, it's just like having a fucking steak finger basket. Ask Steven because I make them sometimes. Because we love the fuck out of steak fingers. I do too. Pioneer gravy mix, Orida fries, and the Tyson steak fingers. They even look the same. Okay. All right. Sorry. No. Thank you. Trying to help your life. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Back to it once again. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) And it's fine. After that, the couple's movements could not be accounted for. The several children between the two had become immensely worried for their elderly parents' safety, so they contacted the authorities, and a missing persons bulletin was posted that day. Good. They jumped on it then. The Howards remained missing. Mm -hmm. Three days later, on July 2nd, a newspaper article was published in the Austin American Statesman about the missing couple, titled, Elderly Salado (laughs) couple missing on a trip to nowhere. It read, Leela and Raymond Howard are on a four-day trip into thin air. The Central Texas couple in their 80s with diminishing health somehow have turned a 15-mile journey for a cup of coffee and a party into a 500-mile-plus misadventure with no known destination. That same day, a deputy in rural, rural, rural fuck, rural. Arkansas pulled over Leela for driving with her headlights off as it was nighttime. Oh, no. Leela and Raymond were 500 miles away from their original starting point in Salado, Texas. Oh the deputy gosh. later noted that Leela was polite, gentle, and acted just like my grandmother. 
Well, yeah. When Leela stated that they were trying to get back to Texas, the deputy noted that they were headed in the wrong direction if they were trying to return to that state. <laughs> you need to go back, mm-hmm. back where you came from. So he gave them directions. The deputy then asked Leela where she lived, but she could not remember. Oh, no. The deputy let them off with only a warning. You let them go? He let them go. Oh, you suck. Look, he's not the only one. The couple were pulled over again about a half hour, 30 fucking minutes later. Okay? For driving with her high beams on. Oh, my gosh. This deputy also let them go. Neither of the deputies knew about the newspaper article, nor that the Howards were missing persons. The Howards once again disappeared. I'm sorry, but if she don't know where she lives, don't let her go. Do something about that. Don't fucking let them go. Find out who her people are. Call her son. Do you have anybody we can call? Do you have a son? Do you have a daughter? Do something. Don't let them go. Do you remember what road the closest Walmart to your house is on? Do you know what day it is? Is it a.m. or p.m.? That's relevant because ho, ho, okay. just just hold on. There, like, there's so many questions they could have asked, and there were so many red flags that should have been thrown. Okay. The next day, on Thursday, July 3rd, there was another article about the Howards. They had allegedly been spotted at a farmer's market in Arkansas. <laughs> yes. And authorities in 11 states were on the lookout for them. On Friday, July 4th, another article stated that authorities had narrowed their search to three specific counties in Arkansas. There were no further developments in the search until Wednesday, July 9th, when the couple's story was covered in this, on the CBS Morning News Show. Yet another newspaper article was published about the Howards in Austin, in the Austin American Statesman. That's <laughs> such a name for a it's paper. A, but, just call it Austin American. Like, why? why? I don't know. Anyways, they made the front page. The article's editor, Denise Gamino, stopped by the Howard's house, and the signs of the couple's mental decay were obvious. There was folded clothing still laying on the couple's bed. Well, if that's a sign of, like, dementia, then I'm fucked. Well, you didn't finish reading the sentence. I know, but it's <laughs> as, <laughs> as if they started packing for some sort of long trip. The television was unplugged, and hearing aids were left behind in the bathroom. Oh, my God. I cannot tell you how many times I have told my grandmother she'll she'll put her hearing aids in, but she either won't turn them on or the volume's, like, all the way down. Then what's the Nani, point? Nani, Nani, will you just <laughs> turn them on? <laughs> Anyways, it, it's kind of frustrating. Even various toiletries were left behind. Even though the month was currently July, the Howard's calendar was still on the page for February. Okay. But. I'd be doing that, though. Okay. I know it was on February, but if they've been going to this festival for many years, they knew it was July. Yeah. Kind of. Well, my calendar at work (laughs) on cleaning day and cleaning day was in May. Yeah. It still said November, so... Brittany. The one that hangs on the wall. Because I use my calendar on my computer all day. Oh, well, at least you have some sort of yeah. <laughs> reference point. Yeah, I use the one on my... are kind com- of important where we work. <laughs> <laughs> They're like the number one thing. Yeah. No, I use the one on my computer. I don't ever look at the one on the wall anymore. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I just throw it away. I don't even have one. I have to, like, squint my eyes to glance at somebody else's... <laughs> Get your phone. Or I just look at my phone. I'm like, what day is today? I don't even know. Anyways. Perhaps most notably, the Howard's cat, Happy, Aww. was left behind, essentially abandoned. The couple's children and grandchildren were apparently unaware of how bad their parents' mental health had become. Homeboy lived next door. I, uh, Sir, Sir, visit your mom. Yeah. Go say hi. All of you people, go visit your mom right now. Like, go inside the house. Look. Don't just stop by and say hi. Like, go inside. If the calendar's wrong, ask questions, maybe. Yeah. Like, 
mm, let me just fix this for you because it's not February. Mom, do you know your address? Kind of yeah. like ask them questions, you know, on a regular basis. Like you do your five-year-old. To yeah, make sure like a checkpoint. If, if they ever get lost, they know where to go. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I'm not kidding. That's do it. really not a bad idea. <sighs> the search intensified. As authorities employed dozens of deputies, they carefully combed obscure back roads and brush areas posted flyers, and questioned many civilians over a very large area. Helicopters were even later used in the search, and the search area grew to 100, no, fuck, no, mm -mm, 1,000 miles from Salado, Texas. By then, one of the Howard's grandsons had offered a reward of $1,000 for his grandparents' safe return. Oh, sweet boy. I know. Tips came flooding in after the CBS morning show, but none led to the Howard's discovery. The next day, on Thursday, July 10th, one of the Howard's grandchildren remarked in a newspaper article, The hardest part is thinking that they are suffering or need us and we can't get to them. Oh, I hate it. Another bleakly stated, I just don't think we're going to find them alive now. Oh, God. Why would you say it? Why? Why would you say that? Well. No. Well. Don't hurt Leela and Raymond. They're on this podcast for a reason. My fuck. Unfortunately, everyone's worst fears were finally realized on Saturday, July 12th, when the bodies of Leela and Raymond Howard were discovered in their car by hikers at the bottom of a 25-foot cliff just outside Hot Springs, Arkansas. I'm going there. I know. Oh my God. I'm going <laughs> to the cliff. I'm sure we can find it. Oh my fuck. Raymond was still in the passenger seat, but Leela was about 20 feet away in a ravine, still clutching her purse and car keys. I don't like it. No, that I'm. Oh God. Apparently, after the car went over the cliff, she put her car in park turned off her headlights, opened the passenger side door for her deceased husband, and crawled away to die of her injuries sustained in the crash. There were no skid marks found at the top of the cliff, indicating that Leela's car had driven straight off the edge. She probably couldn't fucking she see. She probably didn't see it. A crash scene investigator estimated the car had been going around 50 miles per hour on the stretch of road leading up to the cliff. Leela likely didn't see the cliff edge or was in some other way distracted or even became momentarily confused and lost the ability to safely drive. It is not known for how long the Howard's bodies remained undiscovered. Sadly, the crash site where Leela and Raymond's bodies were found was within a zone previously searched by the authorities, mm -hmm. but searchers could not see the bottom of the cliff due to the excess brush in their line of sight. Oh, that's awful. Leela and Raymond were later buried next to their respective first spouses. <laughs> okay. I have a photo of the crash site. It, it really is kind of hard to see. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you're not looking for it, you're not going to find it. Yeah. So that's the bottom where their car mm -hmm. was? Mm-hmm. I don't have a photo of the car. Yeah. But I didn't choose to search any further because oh, no. this story is so... I don't want to see anything else. It's so awful. I just want to look at their precious picture under their carport. I know. Let's, let's just go back to that one. Just, look at that just one Just remember that one. That's why I didn't choose too many photos for this one. But, <laughs> here we go. Austin, Texas songwriter Tony Scalzo read the July 2nd newspaper article in the Austin American Statesman in the midst of the search for Leela and Raymond. And he became inspired. He wrote a song with his alternative rock band, Fastball. <laughs> yeah. Based on Leela and Raymond's disappearance, it was titled The Way. About the song, Scalzo said, it's a romanticized take on what happened. Scalzo pictured them taking off to have fun like they did when they first met. Scalzo wrote the song before the Howard's bodies were discovered. 
The album containing The Way, All the Pain Money Can Buy, was released in 1998, one year after the Howard's bodies were found. Despite The Way's cheerful, optimistic sounds, the lyrics are quite haunting. I have them listed for you below. If you didn't know that that song was about a true crime case, which if you're a human in in our realm, you should. <laughs> well, I didn't. Really? I had no idea until you told me. Oh. Yeah. Well, I'm a nerd. <laughs> and I knew that. So we can either play the song here a little bit, a little a little tidbit, or you can go look at the lyrics because I'm gonna post them. Yeah. When reading the actual lyrics now, it's like, oh shit. Yeah, I just read the first two. (laughs) Uh, They started packing. Yeah, it's it's um it's 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 kind of macabre now. <laughs> yep. But I love that that song has like a different twist. Yeah. Yeah. So go back and listen to it if you didn't know, and if you did know, go back and listen to it again, just for just, shits and just, gigs, just to refresh yeah. and shits and gigs. So there you go. There's my case. That was awful. Awful, but good, right? <laughs> yeah, it was good, but it's so sad. Lila and Raymond were so precious. I know. And they just loved each other and wanted to spend the day together at the Pioneer thing. They really remind me of my great-grandparents because my great-grandparents had a little Toyota truck. It was tan, like kind of a cream color, and I was like probably 14, 15, and I was like, I can learn how to drive in that truck. Can I please go drive it around the pasture? No. No. Granddaddy wouldn't let me. Mm -mm. He said no. Maybe he should have let you, and maybe... No, he probably made a really good decision. Maybe (laughs) I would feel safer in the vehicle with you now, had they let you practice in the pasture. Well, my papa, my grandfather, did let me practice in the pasture and it still didn't do me any good. Mm. So I I did learn how to drive in a pasture, but it that explains it, many things. Probably, yeah. And pr- the fact that it was my papa because he he was kind of crazy, a little bit sometimes. <laughs> That's where you get that from. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Moral of that side tangent was don't ride in the car with Amanda. Hey, have y'all died yet? Even at break time today, they were talking shit about my driving, y'all. Like, kind of have whiplash. Not anymore. <laughs> you haven't ridden with me, road, ridden, right? Either way. You haven't been in the car with me since, like, last weekend. Did I kill you? No. 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 You were fine. I survived. Yes, you did. And if y'all have problems with my driving, I'm going to need y'all to express y'all's concerns while I'm driving, not afterwards. We do. We go, <gasps> Yeah, and I say, shut the fuck up. <laughs> See? <laughs> Concerns were expressed fine. and dismissed. <laughs> it's whatever. She's like, oh, I didn't see that. I totally paused. <laughs> it's fine, guys. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Look, we made it. <laughs> but did you die? <laughs> no. The answer's no. You still keep writing with me. 
Well, not so much. <laughs> Wait. Huh. <laughs> huh. Is that why you don't go to the gym with me anymore? Huh. Wait, Selena drives now, though. That's true. It's not just me. No, I've just been in a funk. People have funks. I'm a. I'm feeling that funk. I don't want to go anymore. I'm tired of working and being fit. So hard. It is so hard, and I'm exhausted. Like I really haven't put a whole lot of effort into it, but I, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I'm fucking tired. Like legit, off the record, I'm fucking tired. I'm tired. Like. I just want to eat what I want to eat. I want to do what I want to do. I don't want to fucking have to go to the gym. I don't want to have to portion control. Well, why do you have to do those things? Because you're choosing my to do those body things. type will get fat as fuck. I have an ass. That ass will not look cute anymore. The stomach will not look cute anymore. Like these thighs will not look cute anymore. It huh? goes all to that. And I just that's your choice. You don't have to. It's your choice. Because I don't want to be, like, an out-of-shape old person. Oh. Well, that's the path I'm on. I'm an out-of-shape young person. Like, I'm I'm okay with not being perfect, but I want to be able to still keep up with my kid and my grandkids. Yeah. I'm going to have troubles. No, you're not. Because mm-hmm. you have me. You going to wheel me around? No, I'm going to get a hover-around. We've already discussed this. So I can we're, go to the Grand Canyon. We... <laughs> Yeah, we're getting hover rounds. And it's all thanks to hover rounds. I'm getting a fucking purple one, bitch. We'll bling out our hover rounds. I want it bedazzled and I want it purple. That's going to be black with Halloween decorations all over it. <laughs> I want black, too. <laughs> no, you called purple. But I want, I, I want like, blacked out rims. <laughs> you put rims on your hover round? Well, fuck yes, I am. If how you I'm going to the dazzle Grand, that how shit? How you going to go to the Grand Canyon? Because you'll run your rims. I'll have travel rims, and I'll have who gonna change them out for you? Asher, Asher gonna change them. I'm your gonna rims get for me you? a youngin. <laughs> I don't know. My kids. Amanda makes me tired. That's what makes me tired. I'm going to have a personal assistant. <laughs> That's what makes me tired. Amanda makes me tired. I have expectations. You can't get a personal assistant now. I will have my at-home nurse take care of me. She's going to know how to change out my tires. Living on your Edward Jones savings account? You going to pay for that nurse? Asher better be a lawyer. I'm going to need that girl to go places. That's <laughs> all okay. I'm saying. Okay, we have totally left the ballpark. <laughs> yeah, we're like in the soccer field now. <laughs> okay, yeah, we need to write it back in. Okay. So, we're done. Happy season four. Happy humping. Happy humming. Happy two years. <gasps> Fucking two years. Trivia! It's, it's trivia! trivia. <laughs> We we have a winner. We have a wiener. <laughs> oh, wait. We got to say the let's, answer. Yeah. Let's see the question and the answer, and then we are going then, to it now. See official winner. Then ask me about my wiener. <laughs> you have a wiener? <laughs> Movie reference. I know. God. Gosh. God. Whatever I feel like I want to do. God. Just read the fucking question. Okay. Okay. By what other name are the canal murders known? Well, apparently that was too vague of a question because we had a lot of answers and they covered all of them. Uh, Well, this was uh, specifically southeastern United States. (laughs) It's the flat tire murders. Oh. Yeah. Oh. It says, if you are an aficionado... Of unsolved true crime, you might have read about these cases under the more commonly used name of the flat tire murders. Even the Wikipedia entry concerning these unsolved murders is under that title. All right, so we had one winner that actually guessed the exact canal murders that we were talking about, mm-hmm. which was Miss Shannon Williams off of Facebook. Woo! Good job, lady. But, but, there can only be one winner of our mystery merch 
prize. And it is. Drum roll, please. <laughs> Miss Bonnie Cole. Miss Bonbon. Bon. Go, Bonbon. Good job, ma'am. You have. You have won our very first fanny pack with the logo. Oddities and Curiosities podcast. Woohoo! It will be coming to you in an area near you <laughs> very soon. <laughs> Just give us your address. Yeah. <laughs> Message your address. We'll send you a fanny pack. Good job, guys. This was really, really fun. There is this song. Ooh, there's a song? It's a kid's song. Okay. That Ashton likes by Cuckoo Kangaroo. <laughs> and it's called fanny pack no shut the fuck up no steven play it for the people now wow brian what's they wear on your hip oh it's nothing it's just my fanny pack fanny pack i look good when i wear a fanny pack you look good when you wear a fanny pack we look good when we wear a fanny pack so let's wear a fanny pack okay <laughs> so there you go Love the fanny pack song. <laughs> Congratulations, Bonnie. Woo. We'll have to cook up something else for next season. We'll have a new segment, possibly new competition. We're going to have some new stuff. There's just going to be a lot. We're not going to give you any specifics because we have none yet. No, we don't. But that's what the break is for. Yes. And um, go to the socials. Catch up on your episodes. If you haven't done that, I mean, what I else are you doing with your summer? I know how some people like to binge. Now, while I you're going on binge. vacation, is a good time to binge. So do that. Yep. And um, catch up on all our inside jokes and stuff. You were like, what the fuck are they talking about? Yeah. Go do that. Yeah. And I think we're done. Yeah. We'll talk at you next month. Ah! Okay. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out with us. Don't forget to visit us on Facebook and Instagram for episode picks and announcements. Please rate and review on Apple, Spotify, and Facebook. We want to give a huge shout out to Stephen Goetzky for editing, Craig Weaver for music, and our very own Amanda Hagens for art. <laughs>